0: Hey listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and
1: get a new honey lemon pepper wing from Popeyes. Share the wings with your friends so they
0: can see it's time to move on too. Head to Popeyes and get 6-piece honey lemon pepper wings for 5.99 at participating US restaurants. Price may vary.
2: Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156.
0: Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast Weekend Edition. I'm Tommy Dreamer alongside Mark Henry. And this week we talk about one excellent throwback smackdown. We had the return of Jimmy Uso. We had the return of Teddy Long. We had a very, very interesting dynamic between Roman Reigns and his Usos, as well as Teddy Long makes this amazing match. And no, it wasn't a tag team match. It becomes a number one contender for WWE WrestleMania Backlash. And you're going to have to find out who. I know you watched it, but you're going to have to listen to me and Mark Henry break everything down what was the week in professional wrestling and oh yeah we had a weekly winner a mimosa minute everything you've loved to listen to
3: right here on the Busted Open Podcast. Oh Busted Open
0: Austin 316 says I just whipped your
3: ass live now good
0: morning everybody I'm Tommy Dreamer this is WWE Hall of Famer, Mark Henry. Welcome to It Open. Mark, how you doing today?
3: Man, I am doing absolutely, positively great. Uh, what a week in wrestling that we had. Uh, I'm so excited about all of the returns. I'm excited, excited about uh, weekly Winner this week. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about Mimosa Minute. But more than anything, Tommy... I'm excited about the throwback smackdown last night.
0: Yeah, man. It was a, a fun, fun show. You know, it's last time we did this, you you and I, we kind of talked about it was a good week for wrestling, but nothing really special happened. But this week has been a really good week and a lot of good special moments that happened. And uh, we'll be listening uh, to the nation. We'll be taking everybody's calls at 1.00. 1- Eight seven seven three four 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 eight nine three. That's also Gabby's phone number If you want to call her uh, Another person may uh, pick up Because she's probably sleeping
3: Oh we're going um, a lot of calls today <laughs>
0: uh, I love Smackdown I thought it was a hell of a show I'm a big fan of the throwback I didn't uh, I didn't get the throwback feel But what I did get was A really really good professional wrestling show um, I, Again I loved everything that they did But to me, throwback has to be uh, show a lot more of the older wrestlers and, and stuff like that, even though SmackDown's not that old in the sense of, you know, when they say a, a throwback to Raw. Um, and I also get it. And I saw a lot of people like, you know, being negative, And that's what people want to do on social media. Like, hey, where are all the older wrestlers? You know, hey, man, you got to remember, we're also in a pandemic. You don't know who wants to fly, who wants to travel, or if WWE wants to bring that into the Thunderdome. so i really enjoyed the show i love the beginning i love and i also love the the setup and michael cole i think has found that magic uh drink because he actually still does look like michael cole from the first ever smackdown
3: man i, I don't know what michael cole is is doing but i want i want some of what he's getting like mm, he, he's better, better than better. ever
0: You're you're not drinking that stuff. You're injecting that stuff. you dropped all this weight. You got that bald head. You are like, you're, you're pre-sexual chocolate.
3: Well, speaking of sexual chocolate, the last time that I did a throwback show, I went in as sexual chocolate. Nice. And this is in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Uh, People probably can look it up probably about six years ago. And I had so much fun, man. Like, I I was hoping that I would get some of that. You just mentioned uh, some of the old-school throwback wrestlers as well. I mean, we got Teddy Long. It was cool to see Teddy Long out there. He was the best uh, general manager and and, uh, matchmaker that I think SmackDown has ever had. Um, I I enjoyed that. I also enjoyed the uh, return that we had with Jimmy Uso coming back. And that was, I, w- I didn't see it coming. I, I thought I w- we would have had that by now, but it was it was good to get it. And it was good the way that that all ended.
0: And a compelling thread throughout the show with uh, Jimmy and what's he gonna do and the whole Roman Reigns. Uh, who had Roman Reigns in our draft? Do you remember? Me. Oh my God, you picked up a hell of a lot of points.
3: I, I got at least three promos.
0: Dude, backstage so seg. So
3: you get two you get two points, right, for each? I so I got you. six points last night just in, in Roman Reigns' promos.
0: No, you got way more than that for every time you appeared on the screen. Um, I picked Daniel Bryan, so I should be losing this uh, thing. But that's a whole other story. You could listen to that, the Busted Open podcast. I love the Uso return. I love that whole thread of the show of, like, you know, even their reactions I felt were legit when he showed up, that was a nice call to the throwback. The Usos are our money. It's added to the, the whole Roman reigns head of the table just on the first spot back. And then to see what's going to go on. I really, really enjoyed it.
3: Well, just to put it in perspective for the nation, uh, which I hope that y'all call in today and support because we're going to take uh, a ton of calls today, 877 344 4893. I guarantee you that when the nation calls in, the thing that they're going to talk about the most is the fist. <laughs> always, man, I always love when SmackDown would come on and you would see that big fist standing in front, pointing at the camera. Like, that, that was always a, a big point of contention with me and SmackDown.
0: I love when you're watching television now, especially with uh, WWE and the Thunderdome. The like that when Roman Reigns, that thing that shows up, the with digital
3: him, effects,
0: dude, it blows my mind because you're literally they're altering what you're watching on television. You, th- it looks so legit, and then it just disappears. The first yeah. time I saw it, I was like, "Wow, that's so much money!" And then it's gone. I'm like, "Oh, it still costs a lot of money to do that." But that uh, the augmented reality. Thank you, Andre, the producing giant.
3: The three, Uh, the the what they call they they call them holograms now.
0: Man, uh, I love that. And there's a lot to break down with uh, SmackDown. But again, when we're talking about a return and we're talking about a throwback, you named. Two great ones. I, I laugh because everyone on social media too is like, "Wait, Teddy Long didn't make it a tag or a six man <laughs> when he did that." He he, like actually did, uh, you know, a very very important match which now goes to Backlash with uh, Roman Reigns and Cesaro. But overall, man, it was just it was a fun show, but it had serious ramifications going into the pay per view, which I'm looking forward to Backlash, uh, maybe as much as I was looking forward to WrestleMania.
3: But you know, like I, I always gotta take stuff to, to to the funny parts. When when he told Sammy Zayn that you're going one on one with the Undertaker, and, and Sammy was like, "What? Well, wait, wait a minute," and he was like, "No, I'm just playing." Like, man, I popped so major, man. Like that's that's what wrestling should be, Tommy. Like we should be able to have a good time, have some fun. And SmackDown did that last night.
0: Absolutely. And you know, Mark, wrestling fans, I mean, this is why we're the number one show on uh, Sirius here. They don't forget anything. When they throw a line like that, they, if it's going, to and I always say it, if it's going to pop the boys, it's going to pop the fans. Yeah. And even if, if, if Teddy's acting like a crazy old man and it's just something he's used to, but no. And then when exactly what he said, when he's like, no, nah, man, I'm just playing with you. That's real. That's the boys, you know, and uh, all those little segments were great. Uh, and especially like with Teddy being a part of it. Cause I mean, if you think of how many years he did do that and stuff like that, and it was just made the show special.
3: Tommy, in, in your opinion, um, we, we talked about Jay Uso coming back and that, that big return, like, what do you feel like this should go? How, how should it go? Should, um, should he join his brother? Should he join Roman? Should he do? Like he said, I'm not your bitch and I'm going to be my own man. Like what, what, what do you think would would have the most legs?
0: The best part of your booking, you have so many options. Um, To answer your question, man, I don't know because I loved the Jay Roman story and thought it was pure money and made Jay a big time single star. And I love his addition with Roman Reigns. You could literally do almost that same storyline, but it's a little different when you have brother and brother. Uh, it also depends on where you want to go. Like, I mean, I also love the head of the, the family. But if they go about and win the tag titles and then the Samoan dynasty or whatever you're calling it has all the gold. Like I personally loved when the horsemen had all the titles. Cause then eventually your baby faces have to step up because they're ruling the world.
3: Yeah. I, I mean, my, in my heart of hearts, I would like to see him not join and not, not, not be a part uh to the point to where you almost pit brother against brother. And when you do that, now you can you can have him say, look, man, y'all do y'all, I'm I'm gonna do me. I don't want nothing to do with it. And then it looks like his like Roman is throwing his brother to the wolves so much that he goes, Okay, if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, I'm I'm gonna take my brother from you and, and have it be a struggle over where Jimmy goes and to get Jimmy to snap out of the fact that Roman really doesn't have any control over him. Like well, what can you do at the end of the day? You're gonna go and tell my family that I'm I'm not providing? Look, the ends are met like a son of a bitch. Like his wife is making money. He's making money like there. There's no there's no reason that they they shouldn't be able to have multiple options. I don't want him to do it. I, I want him to him and Roman to, you know, come to blows over it. The,
0: uh, it's interesting that you say that, too, because, I mean, number one, I'm sure and I know Rikishi has uh, told me that there's a few uh, next generation Samoans on the horizon as well. Have you uh, seen
3: his youngest son?
0: Uh, that's what I'm talking about. I heard he's off the Holy charts. Holy
3: shit! He, yeah. bro, he's like 6'2 already. He's like seven, 16 or seventeen.
0: There, there's so many different ways that you can go about it. Uh, I would love to see it too when there, there's more fans in attendance. Uh, the, the Thunderdome, and I know we were talking we have our, our own producer Andre the Producing giant, he was actually a part of the Thunderdome, and uh, I want to get his first hand experience. Andre, welcome to Busted Open. Couldn't is do it, it without yeah, you. It is
3: so blown up.
0: How was your experience being in the Thunderdome?
3: Well, he's it muted, so
0: see, listen, the, he's a producer, we make him a talent, and then he mutes himself. So uh, now you blew your spot.
3: Get back Damn. in your home. All right, go back in the hole. Back in the hole.
0: No, tell us about your— Damn it. Tell us about it.
1: It was so weird because I'm used to reacting to a pro wrestling in a natural way. I've never been really instructed how to react. But that's part of the Thunderdome is they'll they'll ask for energy. They'll ask for for certain superstars, the biggest cheers, the biggest boos. And there were certain moments where I didn't know how to react, too. So thank goodness there was that guidance. When Jimmy Uso came out, I didn't know whether to pop or to boo. Because if he's coming out and I'm seeing him toward going toward the tribal chief, then it's an automatic boo for me. All I know is that this guy is going to be a pain in my neck for the next couple of months, too. But then it's a big pop because I haven't seen him in so long. So it was just a confusing time for me, but it was so much fun. And every time that, you know, they wanted the energy, I just gave it my all. I was like sweating bullets. It was like, hot <laughs> as hell in my room. Full electricity. Andre, and I was nice like the
2: end.
3: Who did you pay off to be able to, to, to have them put you like right at the announce table? Who did you pay off to be on the bottom rope of damn near the whole show? I have no clue.
1: It's just that I was watching it. The next thing you know, I see my own face looking like a total idiot on air. But, you know, it's right at the right when Cesaro beats Seth Rollins. I was pretty much in Pat McAfee's ear right at the beginning. Had no clue how that happened. But, hey, you could see me there.
0: They're not screening because I got emails all during the week. Hey, if you want to join uh, uh, the Thunderdome please uh, tune in or or, uh, email them. And I was just like, they're asking me to join the Thunderdome. What the hell is going on there? No, that's Um, the
1: same thing that happened on my end. It was May the 4th and belated May the 4th be with you. And then I got that email and I was like, yo, what the heck? I haven't tried this. It's been a whole year and a half since the Thunderdome started. Might as well swing in on the action and have fun with it. And I had a whole lot of fun.
0: Can you hear the crowd and how they react uh, during all that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so what you see on Fox is what you see in the Thunderdome. Uh so, you know, sound reactions and everything. Then once you start hearing the crowd go a certain way, you know that you're going to go that way too. If uh they're doing a chant, like they did a you suck chant or Roman yes. Reigns, you just go with it. Like you suck, you suck, you suck. You just Now let me ask
0: you this. Do they put up on a like a chat room uh like can do you chant uh like do they say chant you suck or or they just only felt did it, it
1: once. Everything else came in naturally. Like when Bianca Beller came out, then the EST chants came in. They didn't have to say a word. Everybody was doing the EST chants. But then the you suck one, then you have somebody whispering in your ear saying, all right, time for some you sucks, you suck, you suck. Then you just go with it.
0: You know what? That's awesome. It really is. And the fact that stuff happens organically, like with the fans, it'll happen probably more so uh, on Good moments, like you said, like Bianca Belair, as opposed to because you you know you know you're being viewed, or you could get kicked out if you wanted to tell a person like you suck, but you don't know if you're going to get kicked out. But then the fact that that naturally happened, uh, that is uh, fun. And I'm glad you had that uh, fun experience. You're going to be. I've
3: done it a couple of times too, Tommy. I, I think that it's a, a very welcome and a very cool thing that I, I don't think will ever go away. Uh, It's a part of wrestling now. Mm -hmm. And when the crowds come back, I think that it's going to be great because in the breaks, you can have wrestlers that are in the back come and stand in front of the monitor and talk to the fan base that's at home. And it's, it's, it's not just that interaction, the extra bonus of it, but there's a lot of people that may never go to live wrestling again because of complications or physical ailments or whatever. And now you've created a, a safe space for the fan that can't go to the show. Yeah. And still get an experience like they did.
0: Well, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to continue the conversation when Busted It Open continues. Hello, SiriusXM. This is Pat McAfee. Starting Wednesday, my show is coming to Mad Dog Sports Radio. If you don't know me, here's a resume. I used to kick balls for a living. Sometimes I do comedy. I'm an undefeated professional wrestler except for one match. And I do a radio show where I'll entertain the living hell out of you with sports takes and some stories from my crazy life. The dumbest sports show to ever exist, The Pat McAfee Show. We're on weekdays from noon to 3 Eastern starting Wednesday on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82, Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant, or however the hell you stream in your house
3: of the head of the table, Roman Reigns.
0: Where do you stand, brother? Where you standing, huh? You know what? When you and Cuz fought, it was in an I quit match, right? I sat at home and watched the hardest thing I ever watched. And no matter what, I sat there and I watched them. you.
3: You will not say I quit for nothing until cousin drug me in that ring, put me on the guillotine, and talk me out, and then you said it, those, I quit, for me, cause you love me, cause you ain't not wanna see me get hurt, those. right? You don't remember? Yo, Jay, don't get hot at me when I say this, but if it were me, I would've never said I quit to you, no matter what.
0: We're back here on Busted Open. I'm Tommy Dreamer. He's the world's strongest man. WWE Hall of Dreamer. Mark Henry. Uh, I love this. And here's another reason why I love it. Because everybody can talk. And everyone can evoke emotion. And their promos have always been real. Uh, I love the Usos together. Singles. This drama that they've added to. Is great for our first day. And I always say. Uh, when somebody shows up, it's the first it's your your the first sentence of a book, and they kind of gave us a few sentences. But going back to the history of uh, the Roman Reigns stuff with with Jay, I, I totally into it. Totally dig it,
3: man. It's it's tailor made for pro wrestling. Anytime you have a family saga and you have talented wrestlers, you win because now you have a relationship a real physical and mental relationship you can you know like tap into what's emotional and real about your life you, and you, and they've done that at a high level for since they've been in the game
0: you think about this group and when I talk about talkers they have perhaps one of the best talkers Paul Heyman and he's kind of if you think of the role when they first opened the show the whole Pretty much ten bell salute to Daniel Bryan, brilliant and Paul. It just keeps on adding to the heat and adding to the drama, which is what you want to see. Plus, if you're writing television, that literally never ends. It's you know gonna be stretched out forever because wrestling there is no offseason. It's gonna continue. This is another layer of the big time uh, head of the table. Roman Reigns now with both Usos, and and if you think about too where. It was a throwback without mentioning it was a throwback. And I was because their characters have so developed Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins in the same spot that no one's like, oh, a shield reunion because they have so morphed their characters. And, you know, we know we're not going to get Dean Ambrose uh, there, but people forget about it because we're so engrossed in the storylines of what's next and they basically said You know they added a little angst Between Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins
3: Until you just brought it up Again <laughs> <laughs> It was all forgotten And then Tommy Dreamer just You know hey let me throw the roller's grenade In the room <laughs> Damn it Tommy <clears throat> We were all in suspended belief And you just screwed it up
0: And then CM Punk tweeted that he liked the segment No Ha
3: ha ha Listen, man, I, I, you're 100% right. Like, Seth Rollins and Roman have gone so far away from where they were that you don't even think about. It. Yeah. And people don't realize how unbelievably impressive that is. Like, until a Tommy bringer, Dreamer makes a point, uh, even though Tommy does bring it, um, even though we enjoy this on a week-to-week basis, Tommy, It's cool that every now and then when you see the world of wrestling segue back to where two individuals or more run into each other and they have an interaction and you, even if you don't think about it directly, um, you still get that interaction and I, I love it, I mean. Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns are always going to be two of the best guys on that brand uh, just because they are, but also because they had a history. And
0: you add Cesaro into that mix. I mean, right away, I'm thinking after backlash, a three-way and, you know, like I also the world is yours when you have super duper talented wrestlers like they do uh, with all those individuals 877 uh, 344 We're going to go out to the nation. Uh, guns, who we got? We've got
3: Kendrick in Utah with us right now.
0: Cool.
3: Kendrick,
2: what's up? What's up, guys? Happy Saturday. So let me tell you guys something. I Brother. personally feel like, you know, for, you know, with Jimmy Uso coming back into the mix, I cannot, I can see. Potentially see Jimmy Uso potentially joining them, but then again, I want to see. I want to see like another baby face out of run out of Jimmy Uso turning on Roman Reigns, and you know, I, I would like to see another because it's like a feel good moment. And I love Jimmy Uso as a baby face, but like there's just something about that those guys because I can like I'm a twin and. It's like that connection between those two brothers, they're like, it's special. And I just love that brother connection, brother-brother moment, especially last night. So those two, they hugging it out, man. It's like there's something special, and I love that brother moment. But oh, do you guys- Kendrick,
3: man, I appreciate that, man. It's always good to have, uh, you know, a twin call in about a set of twins. We're going to talk a lot more about uh, Jimmy and Jay and Roman and, and as the world turns of the Samoan dynasty, uh, but we're going to take a little quick break and we'll come back and we'll get jump right into it. Also, we're going to go back to the callers. So call in 877-344-4893. We'll see y'all when we get back. Fantasy Sports Radio
0: has your chance to join the virtual Allison Chains and Friends Fantasy Football Draft on Tuesday, September 8th, via Zoom, featuring Jerry Cantrell from Allison Chains. For details on how to register for this event, go to SiriusXM.com slash AIC Draft. No purchase necessary to win. Must be a U.S. resident and at least 18 years old. Registration is first come, first serve. Go to SiriusXM.com slash AIC Draft. Super kick by Jimmy to Rollins. And Cesaro now launching himself over the top rope. Jimmy upset with the treatment of his third J by Rollins in Rollins' pain. And now Cesaro with Rollins back in the ring. Cesaro has a position for the neutralizer, gets him up, puts him down. Cesaro has a chance. He's got a chance here. Can he do it? Can he do it? Wow! He Cesaro gets a title shot. The winner of the match and the man challenge Roman Reigns at WrestleMania Backlash. Cesaro, the biggest win in the career of Cesaro. Welcome back to busted open. I'm Tommy Dreamer. He's Mark Henry and yes, it. what a win for Cesaro. We have all wanted it and now we are starting to living in it. Cesaro will be facing Roman Reigns at WWE WrestleMania's Backlash. Coming up in a few weeks.
3: I mean, it, it, could it be? Could it happen to a better guy? I mean, Cesaro deserves to be in the spotlight. He's always kept his body in unbelievable shape. He's one of the strongest people that I've ever seen in pro wrestling. And I, listen, when I start giving out strength creed, Kita, again, I'm keen to um, you know, I say it. Uh, strength street cred yeah i am giving i'm giving it out to cesaro because that he deserves it i mean you watch him i've watched him train in the gym but one of the more impressive things i've ever seen him do was he can stand on the bottom rope and he can hook a guy outside the ring and he can bring them into the ring and suplex him And it doesn't matter how big, because I've seen him do it to some of the biggest guys. So like he is his core and his back are just out of the realm of possibility strong in pro wrestling.
0: And he's a guy who has been working his ass off for this spot. And I'm not, this isn't like a two year journey. I don't know how long Cesaro has been in the WWE. I want to say close to 10 years Not.
3: More? Easily. Easily because he was at FCW and uh, FCW went out at least eight years ago.
0: And has delivered all the time uh, in every one of his matches. I have wrestled him personally. And when you talk about strength, I wrestled him before he went to WWE and I had heard of uh, him and he was just like, yeah, I do this move where I cross your arms and I powerbomb you. And I was like, bro i'm kind of big he's like don't worry I'll, I'll get you up not only did he do it to me but walked me around spun me and then power bombed me and i was wow. just like he is a strong individual uh because he got if, well- bullet,
3: if bullet ray was on right now he'd be like <laughs> shit he might be stronger than mark henry if he picked you up
0: no man but and, and again worked hard beyond technically sound in the ring he's another person that if i had if i'm running the wwe uh i can put him on because of all the languages he speaks i could make him the face of my company and have him do every press junket possible but we're not touring internationally right but it's it's something to always great to have in your back pocket And it's also great because you know no matter where he is on the card, you are going to get a top-rated, top-natched, real wrestling match.
3: And, And not only that, but his effort and want to. There's a lot of guys that get broken. They get lazy. They get jaded. Whatever it is that happens to guys. Cesaro is the most evenly killed guy that I know in pro wrestling. I mean, he just wants to be great. He wanted opportunity. He stayed ready so you don't have to get ready. And it was very cool that at WrestleMania to see him get his moment and for them to continue to go forward with him in this role. Um, He looks great. He's going to bring in new viewers. People want to see what he's going to do next. What is he capable of? We don't even know. We know how great he is in the ring, but down the road, hell, he he might be the guy. We just didn't know it.
0: He will be the guy, um, and I'll tell you why. Because I know, you know, we're wrestling fans, and it's like, how come they haven't given this guy the ball forever? Um, he had a lot of positive talk when Vince McMahon had said on, you know, one of the shareholders means that he doesn't feel. Uh, that Cesaro connects with the the people maybe because of the way he speaks, but that was like the first. Are you kidding me? This guy has it, and and I feel he will get that Daniel Bryan reaction if they ever decide to fully pull the trigger with him. Just because fans love him, but if you think about why they love him, they love him because of his in ring work and that you know he's a guy that. He's a quarterback that always delivers. He's the baseball player that always delivers for when you need him in the clutch. Hey, but if you need him, somebody to bunt, he'll bunt. A great thing that they did too with WWE was that moment where he was spinning Seth Rollins. They replayed that and it was all part of the build of him with the no hands. They, they replayed it on one episode, like four times and just showing you like, here's an amazing WrestleMania moment. For someone that we're going to be going uh, more so with, as well as then attaching him to Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, please come back, because you were my number one draft pick over Roman Reigns. I hate the fact that I did that. Um, I'm Bad not move. Win. Yeah, shut up. But pairing him with him, I would love to see Daniel Bryan. Uh, if, he, if he is going to still be part of the WWE Universe, please just saddle up with uh, Cesaro and give him that final. Talk about giving the rub. That is the rub that somebody like a Cesaro for
3: the next level. Tommy, who, who do you think that outside of uh, Roman Reigns, outside of Seth Rollins, like I know we're in the moment and this is one of my pet peeves and I'm doing it. I'm looking ahead. Like who would you like to see him uh, link up with as a partner or who would you like to see him link up with next?
0: Oof. Uh, I, I don't. I like. I literally would love to see him. And when I say pull the trigger, uh, I just don't see it happening. Of with him and Roman Reigns. If not, I keep that momentum. I don't know when we have the next draft, and I don't want to say it's stale, but with all the momentum that he has, switch him to to Raw, and then him and Bobby Lashley, and then oh, man. give him that spotlight on raw and the fans will embrace him even more. And if he's the person that finally defeats Bobby Lashley and just those matches alone. Oh my God. Because I mean, both guys are are amazing in the ring and there's a lot you can go with that route. And and, I mean, you also look, it's the same, it's kind of the same, you know, Lashley has MVP. There's a lot of place you could go, but that's if I'm doing it, I have him come so, so close, get screwed, and then I move him to Raw, and it's like now the rocket will be up your ass.
3: Well, why, why don't we look at it like before there's a brand split um, and you see what goes on when, when Cesaro finally gets to uh, Ron Reigns, like how about we have Jimmy Uso uh, come to his aid stopping his brother? And now you have that family dynamic where after SummerSlam, uh, they can have a series of tags against each other. Oof. Roman Roman, and Jimmy and, and Jay and uh, Cesaro. How good would that be?
0: Options, options, options. And we come back, we're going to be hearing from a throwback. A former WWE superstar will be calling in. Uh, When we come back right here on Busted Open. The landscape of pro wrestling is evolving, which means more options for fans. So many activities. Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell are here to answer the difficult questions. What was the best show this week? You ain't first, you're last. The week's over, so get over. This is the Busted Open
3: Weekly Winner. Well, we're back on Busted Open, and as you heard the imaging, Mark Henry, and Ryan McKenna. Ryan McKenna is not with us today. We have the innovator of violence, Mr. Tommy Dreamer and Tommy, uh, being that you're, uh, the guest on, uh, the Saturday edition of busted open. Uh, let's let you go first and give your weekly assessment of what happened in the world of wrestling this week. And You know what, Tommy?
0: Don't hold back. Because I owe you. Um, My week, listen, it was a great week for professional wrestling. It really, really was. I think every show delivered. Uh, If I, I think uh, NXT, not NXT, I'm sorry. AEW had the best week of all time being the number one show on uh, cable television on Wednesday. And kudos to them and Tony Khan and, and that whole crew worked super duper hard match beyond uh, Blood and Guts delivered. You saw an uh, excellent match with Cody and QT. Um, Cody is a great baby face. Uh, and you also saw with the Young Bucks, you know, emerging a- as these kick-ass heels. It's a different side. I really, really did. And I feel AEW should have the, uh, the show of the week, but I'm going to go just a little different. And I'm going to give it to NXT. Why? Because I really enjoyed NXT. I loved uh, Shane Strickland, Swerve's match. And I loved the main event. And I loved the entire flow of the show. And that's why NXT is my show for the week.
3: Wow. Well, I'm I'm not going to... Um... I'm a wrestling like,
0: fan, man. I just I just go straight up wrestling. Uh, every show was great, but for some reason I was I love the 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 main event for NXT. It opened hot, it closed hot. I love the character development, but I loved like all the really, really good in ring matches. Every company had it. There was just, you know, I'm I'm just NXT this week for me.
3: <clears throat> Weekly winner. Well, I'll tell you what, Tommy, I I'm I'm gonna I'm going to second the fact that it, NXT was a good show. Uh, the wrestling was good on NXT. Um, I, I too enjoyed seeing the uh, Swerve Scott Leon Ruff match and uh, watching his entourage get involved for the first time, and and seeing that part of the of the of the business. Um, I thought that every match on NXT was pretty damn good. I mean, um, you 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 look at Tommaso and and Timothy Thatcher stuff is just really really hard hitting. Hell yeah. Um, I mean, like you 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 can't. There was nothing that was uh, that that took my heart though. I, I enjoyed the show. It was a good show. Like. All of the uh, the promos and the the dealings, the back and forth with the girls, all of that stuff was great. Enjoyed the hell out of it. Also, uh, you go to Raw. Raw was really actually full of stuff.
0: Yep, it was
3: full of good stuff. Um, you know, the match between Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre coming out. Uh, was exceptional. Gave
0: me some points and, on our fantasy.
3: Yeah, yeah. And and uh being able to see um uh, almost uh be so dominant against the new day I, I thought was pretty damn good. And then again we had another return uh big news it trended uh that Eva Marie came back uh, I mean, I mean, there was there was just a lot of meat on that bone. Charlotte Flair, her match with Dana Brooke was not the best match, but it was good to see Dana Brooke get in a um, get a match in in a main event type of character like Charlotte. Um, Sheamus, I'm telling you something right now. When you start talking about who are the best workers in wrestling right now, you would have to put Sheamus at the top of that list because he is bringing out the best in everybody that he works with. Uh, Him having that match against Mansoor, uh, man, I haven't seen Mansoor wrestle uh, (laughs) since the the greatest battle role event in, in Saudi Arabia, and he just killed it. I mean, they absolutely went out there and killed it. Uh, you know Damian Priest and and John Morrison. You know it filled the spot. It was it was entertaining. It wasn't my favorite thing that happened on the show, but I thought that the match that that set up the promo is usually the opposite. You know you have a promo that sets up the match, but Lucha House Party and Cedric Alexander like them having a match. Them losing, now the promo comes and Cedric basically throwing the blame on Shelton, who's been around forever, and Shelton coming back at him like, "Listen, man, I'm the one that brought your ass to the dance. I'm the one that that co-signed for you that thought that you could do this. And well, let's see who is the one that that laughs last." And I, I thought that was pretty damn impressive. Uh, Angel Garza and Drew Galak, Golak, good match. Uh, I wasn't like, you know, super happy with it, especially like him saying I was going to stick a rose up your ass. I mean, like, yikes, it gets weird. You know, damn, like stick don't stick it in his nose or something. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Randy Orton and Riddle, man. No Let me tell you something. I was so entertained Big time. by Randy's interaction with Matt Riddle that I I just I laughed out loud when he, he took the zip to the mouth and hit the key and throw that key away. Like you don't see Randy do that kind of stuff. I I mean I can't remember uh the last time that I saw it. And the rest of the show was good, you know, with the women's championship and uh alexa bliss and lily's playground all that stuff was good but you get to um you you get to aew and blood and guts was uh, a special event even though there was a, a a little bit of a a hang up with with the finish um I don't cast blame or judgment on the match or on the finish. It's just got to be shot better. And and guys, even though they had the best rating of the week. So imagine what it's going to be like a year from now. They still a young infant company. Yep. They need to develop, They not just the wrestlers in the ring, but the production. It's going to take time for them to have the right eyes on their product that can say, no, I don't know if that's going to work uh, shot wise. Let's just, can we do something different? Like can, you need that. They need that. They don't have it yet. They're developing. The people are doing the best job they can do. But as we all know, there's always somebody that can do the job better. And they're going to have to have that set of eyes on their business. Uh, the rest of their matches were, were good. Um I, I love I I I was a little pissed that uh QT's uh with you know hitting Cody with the belt and stuff, like it 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 just didn't fit. You know, like everything else, it was what it was. You know, I mean I can't I'm not gonna criticize the show because People were working hard and I know that they did what they were told to do and they they executed that, but I have to go to to I have to go to Thursday man. It's been a while. It's been a long, long while since impact and Tommy I all do respect to you and to the rest of the crew y'all have some some really good shows but. Watching moves. And James Storm was the mat of the week for me because of the storytelling, because of how hard they worked, because they kept going back to the things. At one point, I stopped thinking wrestling. I stopped thinking, what show am I watching? I stopped thinking about, okay, I'm I'm watching this from a critical standpoint. I'm supposed to be judging this. I forgot. I got caught up. You're watching it, don't it as a now. fan. I became a fan of that match. And I thought that Trey Miguel, his match was good. Hell yeah. He's showing so much energy. He's showing so much resolve. He's bounced back in a way that uh, a lot of guys, sometimes they get broken when everybody don't give them the, their flowers immediately, he's earned it. And, but to get back to, um, to, to Moose and to James Storm, yesterday, as I'm talking about this, James Storm listens to the show. And he tweets, man, I'd love to call in right now, but I'm getting on a plane. Oh man, thank you for talking good. I'm driving yesterday and Moose calls me. And he goes, hey man, thank you for the kind words. I said Moose, you deserve that. Y'all had the best individual singular match of the week to me, including blood and guts. And and you need to work. Please be that guy every week. And he said, "You know what, Mark? I appreciate that coming from you." Uh, and and guys, I don't I don't I don't critique this to get people to call me and say, "Hey, thank you," or "Can you give me the you know what you thought was good or bad?" I, I don't I don't do that. I don't do it for that. I do it because I'm analyzing it for the fans, not for the talents but it. I appreciate it when the talents have the wherewithal and they check their damn pride at the door and they call somebody like a Tommy Dreamer or Mark Henry and say, hey man, what did you think about that? Can you give me some something to, to do better on? That still exists in this business and I appreciate that from those guys. Um, and we had SmackDown last night, Tommy. Off the charts. It was a good show. Really, really good show. Uh, Once again, I got a lot of points. Um, You know, Roman Reigns, he hooked me up with those points. I appreciate that. And our fantasy. Stupid. Yes, I did good. But we had another return. We had Jimmy Uso come back. You see, like, all of the shows had things that were good. And it's hard to pick a show this week because of how even it was. Raw was really good. And and it gets bashed way too much. SmackDown, it was really good last night. I enjoyed watching everything on the show. Even, Even if you look at Reginald. The, the, the match that, that Reginald had, man, listen, the way that he introduces the thing from his Cirque du Soleil background to pro wrestling is absolutely impressive. Super talented. Super talented. But this is weekly winner, Tommy. Mm-hmm. It's it, it. All the cars are on the track. They're all hauling ass and making left turns. But only one can go across that finish line first. And you know, the way we say it on this show, if you're not first, you're last. For the first time of the year, I'm giving weekly winner to impact. Whoa. What do you mean call the hotline? The the match that they had, was nineteen seventies. It was nineteen eighties. It was it was the it it was the psychology of the nineties. And in the two thousands, we are not getting very many offerings of matches like that. Where James Storm, he I mean he super kicks Moose and Moose does The only thing I can compare to is when Sergeant Slaughter and uh, Dusty Rose had the boot camp match. When he got hit, he didn't move.
0: Pat Patterson, not Dusty. Pat
3: Patterson. He didn't shake. He didn't wiggle. He didn't sell. He was out. One count, two count, three count, all the way to 10. James can't respond. He can't get over there to make a cover. Moose comes up, they go into some other stuff. It's, listen, man, it was, it was, it was one match was good enough, but I also thought that the rest of Impact was good. Uh, I enjoyed the show, and they deserve to finally get show of the week. And well, that's- they are my.
0: That's awesome, and I recommend Chris Sabin versus Rhino. Yes. Uh, uh, hell of an opener, hell of a match. Uh, Rhino has been uh, re-energized with his new uh, heel turn, and another wrestler who a lot of people don't know about, but you should, Taylor Wilde, returning to Impact Wrestling.
3: Yeah, that was good.
0: is off-the-charts, amazing wrestler who hasn't been doing it for like eight or nine years, has a, had a kid, has a real job, and just really missed wrestling, got back into amazing shape, and can go with anyone. And I'm talking like Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, but they don't work in Impact, but she is on a tear, and she wants Deanna Perazzo, and she wants to be the best. And she was in the WWE system for so long, and her, like Jazz, her knock was she wrestles as good as the men and that was back then and at least she found her way to impact wrestling but now she's back and her star is shining so my weekly winner was nxt and mark henry's for the first time ever was impact wrestling this is breaking news call the hotline